Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829. While supplies last, see store for details. Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is the Grown Manish Podcast. This is your this is your guy, Bowtie Fresh, and you know who else is in the building. What's happening? It's Mike J up in this thing. I'm back and live in effect, man. We missed y'all. We've been with about what, a week? A week, two weeks? It's been yeah, two weeks. we think two weeks. Nah, it's been I think it's been only a week. I think it's just been a week, man. We Mike yeah. J and I, you know, had had some had some things going on, uh you know, in in in, the, in our personal lives and everyday lives, and some things that really needed some attention uh, for both of us. So uh, we definitely apologize, but we are we are back. We we were without y'all, without the family for a week, but you know we we're back. We wanted to give you guys, you know, what everything that you expect from us. You know, giving you some good a good show, engage, get some laughs in, talk about some things, but. uh uh, we just want to let y'all know we appreciate y'all, you know, standing through there, standing, standing by, letting us work some things out on on our end. Uh, I know that you, everybody knows, you know, different things happen in life, so you kind of, kind of work through it. So, you know, we appreciate y'all for the, to the fullest. Yeah, like no doubt, man. What's 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 good with you without getting into a, a lot of personal stuff, man? How you how you feeling? Oh man, I'm I'm good, man. I'm good, brother. You know, what I'm saying working on the merch. So, you know, we got merch coming, y'all. We got T-shirts coming soon. So, got a few of them out now. You know, you, you see, if you see me around the nut town, man, I've been been rocking our grown man-ish gear, you know, smooth jab podcast and other things we got going on. So, just working on this merch, you know what I mean, trying to, I done found out, trying to get this little software so I can get a soundboard up in this thing so I can start throwing the gunshots up in here like I'm Funkmaster Flex. So, <laughs> So I'm, I'm, ex- no I'm doubt, excited no about I'm excited about that, man. I'm always trying to learn how to do some technical stuff, man. But I'm cool, man. You know, man. Also, before we really get going, man, uh, happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers and everything. You know, we we end up we couldn't record that day because both of us spent time with you know, our our mothers and women in our you know lives that mean a lot to us. So we didn't record that day. But uh, but shout out to all Absolutely. the moms and, and women who have been motherly. Cause you don't have to be an official mother to have an effect to be motherly towards somebody. So we definitely want to, you know, shout that Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And, and shout out to to all the women who uh, have to be mother and father for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, rather, rather, you know, uh, you're just not with your your your, your child's uh, father, or uh, he may be incarcerated, or you know, unfortunately, may be deceased for whatever reason. Definitely shout out to all of you for all of you women that have to pull that double duty and um, you know be mother and father in many cases, um, that, and that that's something that uh, Mike J and I have seen a lot of and experienced you know experienced some at different points in times of our life in different ways and um, it, it's 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 humbling at the, you know at, at one point but it's also empowering to see women you know, step up and, and take on those roles, you know, and again, that's, that's cross, that's, that's cross anything, you know, religion, race, whatever, man. So just definitely shout out to, to those women that have to carry uh, the load of both. <laughs> uh, no coming, doubt. Coming from, 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 from your guy, Bowtie Fresh, man, you know, I want to give a, a, a special shout out to uh, one of my brothers, uh, 
y'all y'all will know him on on uh, social media as CC Breezy. Uh, shout out to CC Breezy, my brother, my blood brother. He turned 20 today. Today is his birthday. Uh, so definitely a big shout out to that cat. He has uh, he's overcome a lot, man. Has some some, some serious health things going on, you know, as a, as a small child, a small kid, and uh, he's he's come up and you know doing this thing, man. And I'm, I I love him. He's my that's my brother. I love him to death. You know, big shout out to him. You know, I I, I like what he's you know he's doing things with his life. You know, he, every all of us you know have our own have our own path and things like that. And you know, I, I'm I'm proud of him as as being my brother. I'm proud of him as a young black man for finding his way, trying to make his way. And he's still figuring things out, but you know, but you know, between himself and his own knowledge, myself, his parents, my you know, my pops, y'all know how I feel about my pops. So, you know, I, I wish I could be, you know, I aspire to be at least half the man of my pops, man. He's a great man. So shout out to my brother C C Breezy for having turned to twenty today. Brother, I love you, you know, and keep up keep your head up, man, and keep pushing. I also want to give a shout out to my other brother. Uh, y'all may y'all will know him online as a Smooth E. Uh, he graduated uh, college this uh, yesterday. Uh, double double degree major, international studies and communications with specialization in politics, and uh, also a, a degree in sociology, specializing in uh, multicultural communication. So uh, definite uh, big shout out to my to my other blood brother, my other brother Smooth E. Um, I'm proud of you, my man. I, I love you. We had a great time this weekend, you know, celebrating your success, your accomplishments. Um, I look forward to you continuing to do great things. You know, my brother has traveled abroad. Um, he's been involved in, in many things uh, for social injustices, and you know, he and I have stood shoulder to shoulder in, in many things and, and support him. So. Um, I, I look forward to seeing all the success that he will have now that uh, he's officially out of school. It's, it's, it's getting real out here. We had that conversation this weekend. You know, it's, it's, it's real for him now. You know, he's about to, you know, have his own apartment and bills and all that type of stuff. So <laughs> uh, it's going to be a change for him, but I have no doubt that he will continue to be success, as successful as he has. And uh, I, t- I told him, you, you, you only got a few months, and uh tell him, man, Navi ain't going to be on your ass. <laughs> Man, that's uh, he, he had a, he he had a lot of scholarships, you know, both both academic and athletically. Um, but he does, you know, a lot of us, you know, he has he he has less student loans than I do. I'll tell you that. But at the same time, he already knows. He's like, man, I saw. It. He told me, he's like, man, I'm looking at this interest they put on here. He's like, my God, man, this is crazy. And I said, yeah, welcome welcome to the real world. That's why every time I drive past Nami and I flip them off. <laughs> you bastard. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and to, but yeah, and man. Shout out to my brothers, me. man. I remember both of those cats when they came out the womb, because you know. Yeah, <laughs> man. You know, we've been boys since you know we were kids. So I remember you know yeah. both of them coming out the womb. So shout out, salute to both of them, man. You know, you know, y'all doing your thing on things, man. I'm proud of both of y'all. So that's that's some good no stuff, man. No doubt, man. Um, and then, I, and I, I want to—I just want to say something uh, a little extra. Uh, I shouldn't say a little extra, but uh, just something for 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 people. It's always cliche. You always hear, you know, people say, you know, enjoy life, enjoy your family. Um, 
there's been some things that have happened over over the the, the last week or the last couple of days, honestly. Um, that put a lot of into perspective uh, for for your guy Bowtie Fresh with regards to family and and the time we have on this earth and, and the time that we have with each other. Um, there's been some 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 very wonderful things that have happened that I mentioned uh, to you guys, you know, uh, just a minute ago. Uh, there's been some, some some unfortunate things that have happened as well. So, uh, without being too cliche, without um, uh, you know, being very, you know, real sentimental or getting real deep, you know, Bowtie Fresh, this is coming from me. I, I want everybody to really appreciate your family. Uh, we get caught up in the things that we see um, on social media and on the radio and on TV and people, you know, everyone's talking about, I got this, or I'm wearing that, or I got this money and that and this and that. And a lot, many, many of these things mean absolutely nothing, man, you know. Love your family. Appreciate the people that are around you. Appreciate the time that you can spend with them. And do what you can. If you can make time to go to the club, you can make time to stunt, you can make time to post as many pictures and stuff that you can online, you can take that. You can take just as much time to not only go, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're blessed enough to have your parents still around, go spend some time with them or your siblings or your children. You know, Mike J is my brother, man. And, and, I, and Mike J and I talk, we got to do better. You know, and being spending time with each other, and just you know, like you know, enjoying those moments, man. Because all all this stuff, all this material stuff, is going to come and go. Um, and but but the, your relationships and your family, and your friends is is that's what means the most, man. So I don't want to get too somber or too deep on y'all this week, you know. But I know we're jumping back into to to recording, but I really want to send that message to you guys, you know. That all of these material things, all of this stuff, you know, stunting in the clubs and this and that, it's not going to mean anything, man. Spend some meaningful time with people. Um, spend some meaningful time with people that, that could be complete strangers, man. Volunteer, you know, help your community out. There's plenty of people in need. There's plenty of kids that need food. There's plenty of kids that just need someone to talk to that's a positive influence, man. So, you know, just just take don't take advantage and don't 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 take for granted should I say. Don't take for granted, you know, the things that people may, you know, see come and go or, or whatnot, man. Just 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 really put things into perspective into your life, man. And again, that's coming from your guy Bowtie Fresh. I wanted to, I wanted to put that message out there to y'all. Um I, I really hope that you guys take heed, but let's jump on into this show, man. You know, I wanna this is this is what uh, one of Mike J and I's passion, so we wanna jump into this show and give y'all which y'all continue to you know, ask us for what you guys, you know, interact with us for. So we want to give y'all the show. So, you know, Mike J, go ahead and jump into our to our orange friend, the the apricot. Well, hey, before we get into that, man, I want to ask you something. So, you know, we were talking before we started, man. So what do you think about that brother who was 25 who was playing high school basketball? Yeah, I'm like, oh, man, yeah. Yeah, I heard that man. That that is crazy, man. Uh, you you hear? I've heard or you hear this story. You know, every every few years you hear something like this has happened, or you hear about uh, international students that have come over. You know, not knowing their own their their correct age and all that type of stuff. But man, this is wild, man. I mean, it really, really, truly is wild. You know, for for a guy, you know, playing basketball and and all the things that they were saying that he was involved. Man, it's it's just crazy, and it it kind of makes you wonder. You know how. How did he? How did he? You know, get past the system. How did he circumvent yeah. the system to even make this happen? You know, whether it was so a birth certificate and all that. Like, it's wonder. Gotta have a yeah. parent take you up to school. But let me ask you this, man. The week after this, we can jump back to. Would you want <laughs> at the age we are now, and we're oh, obviously we want to go back now. But if you were like, let's just say you were twenty, would you want to go back to high school? I don't think so, man. I I, I really would. Although I enjoyed my high school years, I wouldn't want to be back in high school. If I was twenty five. I wouldn't want to do that, man. 
I, no. I couldn't. I, I don't I'll think. That, I know for me 20. personally, I wouldn't I, want to do it. Hell, no. I, man, I can register with Esther early. Man, yeah. I was trying like to get I up. Said, I, 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 get out I enjoyed myself. Yeah, yeah was, I, said, cool. I enjoyed my high school years, and I still wouldn't go back. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. This is this is weird, man. But uh, let's jump into that damn Trump news, man. So. Hey, well, one more thing real quick, Mike J. I don't mean to cut you off, man. One more thing real quick. We want to also send our prayers uh, to the victims oh, and yeah. to the families uh, of the Santa Fe High School shooting. I don't want to I don't want to uh, minimize that or overlook that. Uh, we definitely want to send our prayers uh, to, to those families and to those friends and those that are affected. Um, I believe this is what the, the, the eighth uh, mass yeah. or seventh or eighth mass school shooting using an AR-15, man, is uh, I don't care what type of gun it is. I mean, it's 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 crazy that this is happening, um, you know, on such a regular occasion. I hate that it happens so, so often, you know, because it's it's almost seems like we're being, um, it's it's being standardized almost, you know. And I hate I hate to be that way, yeah. but it's like, man, come on. Um, well, we we do not uh, want to take take that in light, uh, take light of that. Um, I, I speak for myself, and I know Mike J does too. We stand in solidarity with. Um, the students who who have been protesting, the many movement have been protesting as far as guns and schools and everyone signing up for children's lives, man. We we got to do something to stop this, man. I don't know what it is. I don't have the answers. Uh, we got to do something to to try to to try to make some change and to stop these things from happening, man. This this, this is unnecessary. So uh, we will continue to pray uh, for, for for peace. We will continue to pray for change, but definitely send prayers uh, for those victims and the families affected. And then I was watching, and we'll we'll jump into after after we'll jump into that damn to that. But uh, I was watching. Uh, I don't know if it was one of those Sunday news shows. The lieutenant governor from Texas, and he blamed everything else, but blame about you know the gun control and those type of things. He said that we had too many exits in high schools. I mean, every, yeah. it was just it was just like man, you went all around. So George uh, was called him out, you know. Sorry if I butchered my man's name and everything, but you know I ain't gonna lie. Mike Jaden had a couple cocktails, so I'm feeling pretty good today. <laughs> but uh, he just kept all around the mulberry bush and didn't address the the big needs. And the big needs was like, oh, okay, you know, and, and you know, on both sides, like, we differ on the gun debate. I feel like, like you know, I feel I don't trust normal citizens with AR-15. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of great people who have them, but it, I also with uh, with gun control here. I don't trust people because it's like, you know, there's been eight mass shootings with AR-15. They're getting shot with shotguns or handguns. They're getting shot with, you know, with, you know, weapons that they kill multiple people really fast. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But it was just amazing to see the lieutenant governor. Just He blamed violent video games. He blamed abortion. He blamed the breakup, mm-hmm. bro- breaking up a family. But he didn't say anything. About gun control, so I just thought that was very yeah. interesting. We can jump into. I think it's, I think it's interesting how people. Uh, I I think the video game thing, like I I can under I can understand what people are like. All these violent images, or you know, it's telling teaching you about different types of guns and what they can do, and ads, and you know, modifications yeah. and all that type of stuff. But but ultimately, I, it's going to come down to those individuals. It's going to come down to some of the you know whatever laws we have in place. But it's also I, I can't say that you can you can you know. Attach it to a law or anything like that. We just need to be able to connect with our youth more, um, from a parenting standpoint, from a standpoint of education, from a standpoint of just socially. I think, I think, in my opinion, both are fresh. I think that that goes um, under the radar. I don't think that it's something that's talked about as much. We have many kids with social issues. We have many kids with social anxiety. We have many, many kids 
even at young ages, you know, 9, 10, 11 years old, uh, with different mental health issues. So I think that some of those things come into play as well. We need to be able to connect with these children uh, to, to, you know, show them, teach them, you know, uh, allow them to express themselves in a way that they don't have to resort to something like this um, or, you know, whether they're upset with somebody or and don't know how, they don't know how to express it or, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, we we got to do something different outside of just, you know, a law or, or trying to standardize certain things. I mean, we've, we've got to be able to communicate with these kids, with, with our youth, um, to, to have a better society. And that, that's just my opinion. I think that it has to go a little bit deeper um, than just a law. Yeah, and then also he talked about this. He said he, teachers need to be able to be, you know, be able to, to be strapped, trained in the classroom. And I personally believe yeah. that. There is no way I would want teachers in any high school, middle school, elementary to be to have be strapped up. Think about Absolutely like we got we gave, we, gave uh, we gave that teacher in Florida the twizzler a few weeks ago because she had a podcast and she she was saying all these racial things. So if she's saying all these racial things and she believes this in her heart, then who's to say that if any type of trouble came that she wouldn't shoot a, a student of color? Right. So it was just, right. Know, I, he, I agree. Consistently made everything else about not addressing the the barrier that was in the room. So you know we can differ, but there there has to be something, be some type of common goal as law as far as law to help people out. I mean you know I, I agree. agree that if you know if, if you have guns if you have guns in your house, I personally think some if you're under your minor you know shoot somebody up then you should be mm-hmm. you know if they're taking your guns you should be also facing charges. Because I know there's gun space, there's gun locks. You don't have to give your yeah. kid the, you know, the the combination to your gun, your gun, what's name? Your gun, your gun. Yeah, there's safe, got, there's got gun to lock. be some kind of combination. Yeah, some type of combination of uh, of things that that we can do to avert this type of stuff. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, man. So you know, just definitely shout out to those. You know, I've seen. I, I mean, I'm, and it's almost to the point, and I and I'm below this that. It's, it's so normalized now. It's like, oh man, ten kids, ten people died in Texas at a school shooting, and I felt bad. But it's so normal now. It's like, oh man, oh, damn, Absolutely, what's man. the next thing? Damn, like that. And, that, and that it should never be like that. You and I, we were in high school when Columbine happened, and now it's just like it's the it's the new normal, and that's scary. The new normal, I agree. is is you know you don't know if you say, you know and things. But you don't know if you're gonna send your kids to school, and they're not gonna come home because some somebody decides to shoot the school up. So you know that's something just to think, think about that. Point. You know, like Bowtie said earlier about you know spending time with your loved ones, strangers, friends, whatever, and really embracing the moment of life because it can be taken away in a flash. Yeah. So Absolutely, really, you know, man. think think about that. So let's jump into that damn Trump news. We don't want to make the episode real and so, yo, the orange one was out here wilding, man. He's blaming Obama yeah. uh, for spying on him. <laughs> he called the people who live in sanctuary cities animals. Yo, man, I heard man, he, he misspelled Melania's name when she went to the hospital. Yo, what's wrong with him, man? Hey man, uh, you you know I I kind of want to I kind of want to touch on this thing about the sanctuary cities and him calling these individuals animals, man. Like that, like honestly, bro, how can you be the president of the United States? And have such a disregard for individuals that need help the most. You know what I mean? How how yeah. how can you be the the quote the, the the quote unquote leader of the free world and you know America land of the free this and that opportunity 
and you're the leader of this of this nation. And, and trust me, I'm not trying to say anything bad about this nation. I think that there are many good things about our nation, but I think that there are some things that that need to be fixed. There's some bad stuff going on. But how can you be the leader and refer to your own? Um, I don't want to say congregation, but your own people. You know, in this fashion. No, they're, 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 no, they're, no, they're, no, they're, they're not rich. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He thinks that he he doesn't think that they're people. He doesn't look at them as people. Obviously, he's calling them animals, but it's like no, man, no, no. What I'm, what I'm saying is, it's like he plays to his base. Everything is towards his base, right? Like Absolutely. if base was like like people of color, middle class, like you and I, then it would be everything towards his base. Dude, all he cares about is if he can get reelected the next time and to keep his base happy. That's it. There's yeah. no. I mean, if it, you know, if his base was, you know, like. I, before he would, would would pander to that. He panders to people who don't know. A lot, and, you know, and we'll jump into when we get a twizzle later to somebody who talks about being single, single male. But you know, it's 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 sickening. He doesn't consider them because it's other you know other people are gonna vote for me anyway. So I'm just gonna play up to the people who voted me to be president. So yeah. it, it's sickening, man. Yeah. But I didn't mean to cut. I just you, thought I that was a man. Yeah. Oh no, you good, bro. Like I said, I, I I just honestly felt that when I saw that comment, man, I'm like, man, this this is appalling. This is absolutely appalling for for the 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 president, the leader of this country, <laughs> to refer to to the population, refer to a certain population, you know, in this fashion. Now, he, I mean, he said some other deplorable things. And we're not going to get into all that, you know, about you know individuals with disabilities and minorities, and so we're not gonna, we're going to go beyond that. Individuals in sanctuary cities are individuals that are, you know, unfortunate things have happened to them, disadvantaged, you know, be it, you know, mental health or drug or, you know, the, 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 what is it, the Great Recession that happened. They have, whatever the case may be, veterans, individuals that are fighting for this country and come back and are not able to sustain life, you know, post, whatever the case may be, these are individuals that, that we should be, you know, trying to rally and help, trying to uplift. I know that there's not going to be something for everyone, but, it, you know, in, in the fashion that we can, uh, you know, at least make an attempt to try to, uh, you know, make someone's life better. But the fact that you're calling them animals, you're, tre- you, you, you're treating them, you know, unhuman. I mean, and that's how you view people. I mean, that's how this guy is viewing these people. That's just crazy to me, man. We, we literally, or I shouldn't say we, people, a certain type of people, have elected this individual that feels this way as the leader of this country. Man, that is... That's just appalling, man. The comment was appalling. It's, it, the, the orange, the orange one is ridiculous, man. Like you said, the orange one has been on one this week. That comment just struck a chord with me, man. It's just like, man, like, bro, come on, come on, man. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, that's just how, that's just how he gets down. I mean, I haven't seen this, this like, this about racism from the president since you know, you know, those guys that came after, uh, you know, that came after the first Roosevelt. And you know, just to be able to use that oh, as yeah. his bully thing, to be able to you to be able to say and do racist things. So yeah, uh, it's just, I just don't want to give too much time to this bastard, but he he is <laughs> beyond and he's beyond deplorable. This, I was watching this uh this uh, special on him on, on Netflix, man, and he's just lying about the money, how he makes his money, and you know everything is about him, like you know becoming this person of like putting the putting himself of the brand, but he really doesn't have the money, so it's just saying, you know, so everything is about, that's why he doesn't want to show his financials, and we, I don't want to belabor this point, but he doesn't show his yeah. financials because he doesn't have the money that people think he thinks he has. He's over his head, so it's going to be interesting with this whole thing of, uh, you know, the Mil- the Miller the Miller investigation going on a year, 
and it's going to be to see what's going on. I think 17 people, I was watching, the, I was listening to Joy Reid, and uh, 17 people have been indicted for this investigation. So, and I think his lawyer, you know, he's he's dirty, Michael Cohen. So, I'm really interested in the next three to four months to see how this investigation is going to go. So, I'm hoping that they have wrapped up before the midterm elections, just, you know, to be able to give some clarity to the people. But, you know, we can, we can jump into something else, man, but it, just to see somebody and work around these people who 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 elected him. I mean, there's not it's not even about like are you Republican or Democrat, independent, you know, it's it's beyond that. It's like, yo, you are voting against your own of what's gonna help you and you're voting who's not that smart. Y'all you know, read one yeah. of his tweets today to my uh I order. Who the hell you think you are? Are you the king of England? I mean right. I ain't gonna lie, I'm talking about the royal wedding. We'll talk about that later. We talk about music. But damn Man, let's get off this dude, man. That didn't piss me all the way off, man. So, oh, bro, hey, man, yeah, let's... I'm I'm with you. You and me both, man. <laughs> hey, let's jump into extra mayo, man. So, y'all, everybody's seen uh, Dr. Jennifer Schultz. She's the one who called the the police on the black <laughs> people who were barbecuing in Oakland. Yo, did you see the video when she started <laughs> hey, man, crying? Can I... Hey, man, can I, just, can I just say, man, the internet has never lost, man. My God, y'all, y'all in the memes crazy. out here, man. <laughs> What's your man? <laughs> oh man, my goodness, man! It's been so many. Um, I think it, I think one of my one of my top favorite memes that I've seen was um, it was uh, 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 Black Panther uh, Okoye and and Nakia from from the Black Panther movie, and it said we've got we've got three we've got one black male, two black females trying to enter an Asian restaurant. Something's going on here. Bring send the cops. And it was like her, mm. like in the lower corner. Yeah. Oh man, like it was that one. Oh man, it, 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 dude, there's been so many, bro. I'm just like, oh my goodness, that one Dr. stands out. That one stands out to me, man. Have you seen the one she doing? Oh yeah, I I've seen that one. <laughs> and she's calling, yo. It's just like, yo, they out here wilding. Man. <laughs> hey man, the, the internet has never lost, man. Crying. Did you see her crying? Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I saw the no, crying. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. Why are you crying, man? And this and this is me in a way, because I work in an area where I am the only person of color. And I remember, you know, there was a black man who was sitting in the parking lot. And I work in a public, you know, public place. So the, you know, the parking lot is a public place. If you want to sit there all day, and I had to, you know, I had a coworker, and I had people, you know, my, you know, people who work underneath me, my assistant, like we should call the police. I'm like, well, why? And I could never get, and I could never get a firm answer. Why do not let your you're being scared of people of color have you call the police all the time? You we've seen what right. happened. There's, there's damn near every few of every like you know month or two, there's a black man, a black man who's shot down by the police, you know, and they're yeah. unarmed. You don't have to. That's not your first go to. Now if he's bothering somebody, then yeah, that's one thing. But you know these people are barbecuing in the damn park. You got black. You got a black man who's out there spending time with his kid. Did you see they called the police? He was had his kid in the stroller. Yeah, man, kid I saw that. Stroller. I saw that kid in the stroller. Yeah, yeah, saw it, bro. Did you see, saw it? Did you see the brother <laughs> in Memphis? He owned. He owned the house, and then she called the police on him. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to get I saw that. So he can, you know, it's just hey, why man, do y'all call the police that, so that, much? The the brother in Memphis. The funny thing about it was the 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 police. Actually, they of course. I mean, they they took the the black guy's side, 
Um, I mean, but but she actually started getting belligerent with the police when when she found out that I mean, where she saw the police joking with him and being cordial with him, mm-hmm. it's almost like she wanted them to come and you know beat him or shoot him or something like that. Yeah, and she was more agit she was more agitated as the police like were talking to him and you know so forth and so on to the point that the police told her, look, you need to you need to calm down because now you're starting to get a little aggressive toward us. So she kept saying, well, well, can you just make him hurry up? No, we can't. That's his house. Yeah. And he's going to do what he needs to do in that house. Like, Why are you concerned with what he's doing or how fast he's going? It's not on your property. He's, I mean, that, that whole video was crazy. It was, funny to, it was funny, but it was not funny at the same time. The funny part was just her getting irritated that the police didn't, you know, hurt the boy, hurt the man or, you know, say something crazy to him. It's just, I mean, come on, yeah. y'all. Yeah, y'all get y'all getting a little bit too ill with this, but so stop giving all this extra damn mail and leave people stay stay out to stay in your damn business. I mean, they people Man. go out their way to bother other people. No one's bothering you. I've never called the police on somebody white because they were just you know walking walking along or eating a mayonnaise sandwich or clapping off beats <laughs> or doing other stuff that white people do. I don't you know I don't bother. I don't care. Let me be. Let me be alone. Let me have yeah. my space. Let me do what I need to do. I don't. If I should get upset with you when you don't wash your hands by coming out, not coming in the bathroom, that should, the police should be called for them because that's disgusting. You spreading Ebola. You spreading all these nasty right. diseases. That's what you should be doing. <laughs> I can't eat romaine lettuce because you're <laughs> not washing your damn hands. That's what the police right. should be called on. But you know, it, it's sickening, man. And you know, we can laugh at the memes and the jokes and everything. But damn, oh, yeah. I just, oh, yeah. I've never it's, it's seen very people. But, like, damn, leave folks alone. You know, figure out what yeah. you got going on. Because, you know, go right. season your food better. Be a better person. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> Barbecue you know, just, Becky. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Don't don't just season your food with salt and pepper. Use all the other spices in the world. So, you know, that's, that's the thing you should be worried yeah, man. about. It's, so. Like I said, like, like Mike J said, we can laugh at all, all, you know, all the things. Because, you know, a, a, as people of color, as as black folks, that that's what we've. I mean, that's one of our mechanisms. It's just to laugh at the ignorance. Like, are are you are you kidding me? So that that's one of our things. We'll make the memes and you know we'll poke fun at it because of how ridiculous it is, and we want you to feel we want you to feel minimized for your ridiculousness. Um, but at the same time, we're very very aware and very clear of how serious some of these things are. Um, fortunately, in, in, in several of the, in the situations that we've mentioned, you know, things have, uh, you know, been handled, you know, fairly decently, you know, with, with regard to the authorities and so forth and so on. But again, like I said, we are very aware that there have been so many other incidents that have not gone very well and that have resulted in the, the loss of innocent black lives. So, Again, don't don't take the fact that either Mike J and myself or you guys at the internet, you know, we poke fun at me. That that's a mechanism for us to show how ridiculous certain things are. Um, but I cannot lie, man. The the, the memes have just been the, the memes have been beyond me. <laughs> Hilarious, man. Yeah. And we'll get to the Twizzler about how you know in later. So you want to get you want to start giving out the Twizzler now, man. Hey man, we might we might as well hit him with the Twizzler, man. You might we might as well. Yo man, so we this first Twizzler goes out to Aaron Schlossberg. So Aaron, you know I don't know if y'all have seen. Aaron was out there, man. He was in a restaurant in New York City, in New York City, one of the most diverse places in the country. 
So Aaron gets uh-huh. mad that uh, there's, there's speak, somebody speaking Spanish in the restaurant. Aaron threatened to call ICE and do all this type of stuff. Aaron's a lawyer. And on his website, you know, he said he speaks English and he's a, he's a uh, he does all these different type of things. He works, you know, he's bilingual, but he gets upset that they're speaking Spanish in the restaurant. So here right. comes Aaron. So, you know, Aaron, they, so, so did, yo, did you see Aaron with the umbrella, yo? No, before we get I was going to say, did, did, did you see, did you see the, the video of him running in the umbrella? No, <laughs> in the street? no Aaron, Aaron, Aaron could play for the Patriots. You know, they like them white, scrappy slot receivers, man. Aaron was moving. Hey, man. You know, Aaron was moving. and He was moving. And did, did you did you see the precision that he had, too? So the wind was yeah. going in a certain direction, and his umbrella got cut. Hey, man, he t- he turned the umbrella, like, in a fashion just to make it, you know, go – you know, be aerodynamic with the wind, but it was so flawless in the way he done it, man. Like, it's like he trained for it. Hey, man, he, he was like Bruce, had a Willis, he on. Bruce Willis in the first Die Hard. Yo, he had a sculling on in New York City in the spring. Yo, man, like, it made the situation even worse. My, my thing is keep that same energy. That's one of the episodes we had called. Keep a, that called same energy. Yo, you was talking all that. You was going to call ICE and do all these other type of things. Then you start lying, talking about the New York Post was, was accosting you. You know that's a that's a yeah. extra mail word accosting. So Accost. you know he's out <laughs> he's out there, man, talking about the touching him and everything. And then on the video, they're not even they're just, you know taking pictures of him. They can take pictures of y'all all day long. They haven't touched him, yeah. man. They haven't done anything to him, man. So Aaron Schlossberg, you can go ahead, man, and sit on that sit on that <clears> Twizzler. <throat> shout out to we got the sit on the Twizzler T-shirts coming, y'all. So you know hit us up in, in the DM or send us an email to Grown Man Grown Manage Podcast. You know you get us a sit on the Twizzler T-shirt. But yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna have Aaron sit on that damn Twizzler, man. Mike J, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hit you with this because we had we had not uh, spoken uh, in the last couple of days. So this this is a, a on the spot. This is a this is a sit on the Twizzler, and the, I'm using the Twizzler to mix the extra mayo. So this happened to Bowtie Fresh. I should say happened to in my presence. Happened in Bowtie Fresh's presence. So What's that here's the rundown. I'm on my way to a business meeting up in a very affluent area uh, of, of Indianapolis. Many people know it as Carmel, Indiana. So I'm, I'm going for an early morning business meeting up through there. Um, I'm running a little early, so I said, you know what, I'm going to stop and grab me, you know, a, excuse me, a nice little Sprite, get me a, a, you know, a sausage McMuffin and a hash brown. Line at McDonald's, and going to McDonald's, line at McDonald's for the drive-through was rather lengthy. So I park and get out of my car. I go in. Now again, remind you, this is a, this 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 area of town is not known to be very kind to minorities. Um, it's it's a very nice area, you know, as far as um, aesthetically and and so forth and so on. But there are some um, some not so good people up there. Uh, they they got some, they have a lot of money, but nonetheless. So I'm in there. I'm ordering my food. There's a there's an older um, Caucasian gentleman next to me ordering his food in, in the line that's, that's literally right next to me. He pays the, the he orders his food. He pays the guy, and he snatches the receipt out of the guy's hand. Now the the gentleman that that was serving him um, seemed to be not not take this. But let, me, let me backtrack a little bit. The Caucasian guy seems to probably be around 60 years old, between 60 65 years old. The individual that's helping him um, probably about a 45 to 50 year old Hispanic male. Um, about half of the staff were Hispanic. Um, so he snatches the receipt out of the Hispanic male's hand and he goes and he stands and he's just like scowling at the receipt. So then he comes back over to the to the counter and says, and I quote, 
Do you know how to count? Do you know how to count in English? Do you know do you know what type of, of currency we use? Because I gave you such and such amount and you only gave me this back. The Hispanic male keeps his calm, the, the Hispanic worker keeps his calm and is like, No, sir, you gave me such and such, you gave me I'm just gonna say a twenty dollar bill. Yours, you know, this was your change. This is this is what counted this is what I counted out. And the dude, the, the old male kept saying, no, you did not. I have a pocket full of pennies right here, and blah, 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 blah. The, the worker was like, you never gave me, he's like, you didn't give me any change. You gave me a solid bill. You did not give me the, you know, the, the change that went with it. This guy turns and says, I don't think that you can speak English very well. You obviously aren't hearing me. He said, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and argue with you because it does no good. You can't speak English and you can't count an American. And he storm oh, he like man. storms off and go he takes his cup and begins to go to the to the uh vending not the vending machine but the the fountain uh, machine and get his drink. So then he comes back and says, I need to speak to the manager. The manager actually is standing right there. She turns around and is like, Can I help you? She happens to be probably a mid thirties Hispanic female. And he says, Oh fuck, you're not gonna be able to help me either. <laughs> Just give me my damn food. Literally, Word. I'm saying, I'm, st- I'm, hey, hey, if I'm lying, I cannot make this shit up. If I'm lying, I'm lying. I'm standing there. There's another, there's another Caucasian guy. He's standing there next to me. We're about to, I'm, I'm 36. He look, he's probably about my age. We both are looking like, are you serious right now? Like, are you kidding me? There's another, there's an older couple behind me, and they have the same look on their face. Like, are you serious? Like, what is your problem, dude? Like, you got to be kidding me right now. This dude calls a spectacle. And lo and behold, while I'm standing there, before I got my food, the manager goes over. She's talking to the other co- the other Hispanic coworker, and they actually shut the register down and count. You know how you count your money? You know at the end of yeah. your trip or whatever, they count the register. The register comes out even. So the dude, the worker, actually was correct, and this guy was just making a scene, trying to call him out. I said, man, if my phone was not on the charger in my car, I'd have been recording this. Cause this could have went by. I'm like, this was ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous, bro. So that, so, so to the old gentleman uh, that was in Carmel, Indiana, on Thursday of this week at about 8:35 in the morning, you are getting the, you are getting that extra mayo Twizzler. I'm talking about the tw- the the jumbo size Twizzler that's dipped in that that fancy mayo uh the individuals in the Carmel area would be eating. Um because that was absolutely ridiculous and uncalled for. Your behavior was deplorable. And shout out to the 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 the, the guy who the Hispanic gentleman that was helping him because he kept his cool the whole time. He did not let this guy bait him into any back and forth, none of that. So uh first hand man, first hand account, bruh. I'm standing right there, and it's all unfolds next to me, and I'm I'm standing there in disbelief. I'm like, are you are you kidding me right now, dude? Are you serious? Unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable. Oh man, that's that's crazy, man. But yeah, folks feel like they can talk to you any type of way, and beyond that, I'm not talking to anybody crazy who's handling my food. Yo, exactly. You might, you, you might, you might get. You don't know what could happen. You might sit back and like, damn, I didn't know they asked a little extra seasoning on my egg McMuffin, you know, or whatever oh, yeah, he man. wanted. Because he sounded like a guy who wanted an egg McMuffin and a, and a plain coffee. 
No season. Hey, man, I, he, I think he – honestly, I think he did have a plain – he had a plain coffee and a fountain drink. He did. He had two drinks <laughs> and something in a bag <laughs> when he left, yeah, when he stormed like out. Because he like stormed like out, like man. He yanked it. <laughs> he yanked the door pretty hard. I thought he, I mean, I thought he might have threw his shoulder out or something out of the way he yanked that door. <laughs> yeah, folks out there talking crazy, man. So, yo, let's get a Twizzler to uh, what's the next guy? He is a comedian. Did you? Oh, you talking um, about Josh just, Denny? Is that who you talking Josh about? Josh Denny, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So go ahead and talk about Josh, man. Josh is out here wild. Oh man, <laughs> Josh. Hey, man, Josh. Josh Denny. Uh, you know, <laughs> special kind of guy. So this 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 gentleman said that. Uh, the, the the phrase straight white male has become the N-word. Straight white male is used to offend and diminish the recipient based on an assumption and bias. No difference in the usage. Bruh, chime in on this, Mike J. Chime Bruh, in number on one, dic- dictionary.com jumped in and said, no, actually the <laughs> N-word is the most repulsive word in the English language. Marlowe the King's daughter jumped in and said, no, no, no. He's, I mean, and he's doubling down on this, man. So, Josh Denny, yeah. you can go ahead and sit on your nine funny, nine comedic assholes. Because I've been called, listen, I've been calling nigger. I can call a nigger in August. Adam, Adam McDonald, <laughs> which is real I random. remember this. Yeah, so I remember, I'm like, yo, he's calling niggas? Like, okay. But the point is, I've never man. heard nobody say, well, damn, I just got called a straight white man. I'm going to have to talk, talk, call my boss and feel like I'm embarrassed by this. Damn, I just got a straight, you know, I've never heard straight white males be as a slur, a homophobic slur, a racial slur, right. all these type of things. So that shows the privilege that he ex- that exists within him. Straight white yeah. male. I mean, yeah, so, man. you know, it's uh, it's one of those things, man. So Josh Denny, I had never heard of this guy. Have you heard of Josh Denny before? I have never heard of him until until this, never, and I and I, I am someone who I, I I like uh, Mike Mike J will tell you uh, th- this is where some where we differ a lot on because I like comedians of all different styles, races or whatnot. Um, I know Mike J has been like, man, I just don't find that cat funny, you know. But so it's it's not that I that you know that I'm closed off to a certain type of comedian or a certain type of comedy. I listen, I like all types of stuff. Um, but I have never heard of this guy until this, ever. Never, man. Bro, I want to look him up because I say he's verified on Twitter, and that doesn't really mean too much. But the fact that right. you just say, to, to say that, and then the fact that Dictionary, of, of all things, Dictionary.com got you, got, you, got you all the way together, and it still wasn't good enough for you. You still doubling down on this. So, you know, man, so Josh Denny, man, you can go ahead and, and sit on that, sit on that Twizzler, man. It, it sounds like he might like a little helmet's mayonnaise, you know, and, and sit on the Twizzler, man. So, folks, man, I heard wow, but you know, there, it's, it's, you know, it, it's coming where folks they gonna have that that type of attention. You seen what happened to, yeah, to Aaron when Aaron was running in the street? Yeah, man. You see, they had the the mariachi man and stuff that came outside his yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, folks, you know, I mean, you're getting roasted on Twitter, man. They can't handle it. So you know it, hey, it, it's interesting. It's interesting to say the least, man. How folks have have taken it. I mean, I, you can say whatever you want, but then when you challenge people on, they want to get all pissy and not and not stand up for themselves and feel like they're getting bullied and all that type of stuff. So you know that that's one of the things that I found find appalling is that is that type of behavior, man. So, but let's go ahead, man. Let's get the sports, bro. Hey, man. So Cavs are down two to one to Boston, man. Do you think the King got one more uh one more uh finals ride in him? I think so, man. I I think so. I think that I okay, my opinion, two things. Number one, 
I, I, J.R. Smith, <clears throat> excuse me, hit it on the head. I, I think that uh, the Cavs underestimated how how hungry Boston is um, and, and the youth that they have. Um, them young boys are playing ball, and everyone is like, oh, when are they going to make a mistake or when are they going to play like, you know, rookies or young. I think these young men are poised. I think that they, they know how to play and they're hungry, and, and they're utilizing that that youth, that athleticism, that getting up and down the court, they're switching. They they can they're switching on you know on defense a lot quicker just because of the youth. They're able to get up in their face. They're able to play a little bit more physical. Like, you know, I think I I think that it is what it is, man. And I, like I said, I, I I think that the Cavs definitely underestimated them uh, going into this series. Um, other thing, uh, the, the like I say, second point. I think that the Cavs are figuring Boston out. I think they're figuring out uh, where Boston can have different lapses at, um, which is second chance opportunities. Uh, Boston's not. I think Boston are, are down at least double digits of second chance opportunities in this. Don't quote me on that in this series so far. Um, I think they're they they don't play well in set defenses, even though they're switching pretty good on defense, I think they're doing too much switching. In my opinion, I think that a few guys can stay at home a little bit more. That's how LeBron's getting those nice little passes inside to Tristan, a couple of nice passes inside to, to Jeff Green. Um, he had one to Kevin Love when Kevin Love was actually playing inside, and I think that that's what it was. Those guys aren't staying at home a lot. They're not playing in that in that uh, in that in that half court defensive set very well, and I think the Cavs are figuring them out. So that's why I think LeBron has another Finals run in him. I think LeBron um, is adjusting, you know, his game. Um, it's not going to be, you know, just go out and try to score, score, score. Even though the Cavs obviously need him to score, um, it's a lot more facilitation. It's a lot more trying to figure out, you know, how to beat the youth of the Cavs. Or youth of the youth of the Celtics, um, but yeah, I think he does. Overall, I think he does have a, a one more Finals run in him. But honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Jalen Brown, Rozier, and Tatum. You know, take it. If they did, I, I will. I would love to see it. It'd be different. It'd be fun. I think to to, to see them make it. Um, and man, I will be one of the first to say, you know, Jalen Brown. Man, my goodness, I knew he was talented, but but I didn't see this man. Uh, him and Rozier have really, really opened, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm nobody, but they really opened my eyes, man. Like, my goodness, those boys are balling. They balling, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, I didn't, I mean, I've I seen Terry Rozier play at Louisville. And shout out to Terry Rozier. He's from Youngstown, Ohio, and he got the old purple and black lips. So it looked like he didn't drunk some cigarettes gym and playing in some Tims and uh, smoke Newports out on the <laughs> out on the courts, man. But I never thought Terry Rozier was that good. This is amazing what a little bit of confidence can do for you. I mean, I figured yeah. Jason Tatum can get buckets, but, you know, Jalen Brown. So they, they have a nice little core of young guys. So, But I do think, you know, that LeBron is just – He's on another level, man. He it's the passing. I think his passing is 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 like otherworldly, man. Because he just he'll just he can thread yeah. the needle from anywhere. And then the fact that he can shoot the jumper, so you got you can't just you know sag off of him. So it's you know it's one more thing, man. And also Boston doesn't play good on the road. So true. That's, I think that's Very one true. of those things. I mean, they they struggle. I think Game Four is going to be closer. But I think this wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron hit like a last second shot in Game Four, or you know, you know that dagger to, to go ahead and send him go back to two two man. So yeah. I think LeBron has one more. I don't think they can be Golden State. I think they will have a better chance to be nah. Houston because Houston they're playing right now. They're playing play like an ISO ball, but I don't think they can be Golden yeah. State, man. So, but speaking of Golden State, 
I, you know, and I posed the question earlier. You know, Steph has been struggling in the playoffs, and he doesn't seem like he gets the uh, he doesn't get the criticism of every every other of two superstars. But yo, Steph is cooking right now. Steph hit a three. Yeah, you know, I'm watching the game. While, while okay. shout out to our homeboy Ray, he sent the text in the group text. But I'm watching the game while we're recording. Yo, Steph is hitting them, them shoes, them, them three that he's like, you know, off balance, and he just hit some, hit them with a shimmy. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah I, I was gonna say series, I saw the little shimmy yeah. action. But I don't think Houston could beat Golden State. Number one, Houston they play a lot of like iso ball. I mean, Golden State yeah, they get they get buckets off the of. Off of uh, you know moving the ball around, <laughs> they're just getting an easy lay. And they're yeah. faster and more athletic than Houston. But Houston, they get buckets. But man, they are difficult. I mean, they're hitting difficult shots. Like Chris Paul, they got Andre Iguodala on currently. You know, we're doing this as a live podcast. Yo, man, he's hitting like step back fadeaway. Those are hard shots. Yeah. And Golden State, they get yeah. so many shots within the flow of the offense. Easy. Man, so yeah, that's I think that's the difference. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, and and for for your original question, you said you think Steph Curry gets that pass. Um, I think I think that Steph Curry gets a, a bit of a pass, just not not because of who he is or because of his faults. I think it's just because of the makeup of that team. That team is so damn dynamic. When you got KD next to you, you got a shooter like Clay Thompson. I mean, you got guys like Iguodala. You got Draymond. I think the makeup of that team is so dynamic and he doesn't have to necessarily get a lot of media pressure because he's not the guy. You know what I mean? There's other guys that are there and it's more of a complete team. Now, like I said, it's it's it's, a, it's an all-star team. It's, it's a, no no question. Um, but I think that that's why he doesn't, in my opinion, that's why he doesn't get a lot of that media flack because just of the dynamics of the team. He's not looked upon just to, okay, carry us. If Harden, you know, Harden is, ha- is having to carry teams. J- uh, LeBron is having to carry teams. You know, different guys like that. But, let me ask you a question. I think they do get time. that flag. Let me ask, is it fair, though? Because all these, I mean, Steph is oh, considered, no, I, do you consider Steph a superstar? I do, Absolutely. So, I mean, because, you know, if, if they lose, KD's going to take that. I think my thing was always like, yo, if you're the superstar, bro, you're going to have to take this. So, I think yeah, that's, and that's what I – that's why – I was going to say, that's why I think that – I don't think that it's fair, not at all. I think that he should get some flack. But I think that what you just said and what I said is the exact reason. You've yeah. got KD there, who also is a superstar. And some can argue, I don't necessarily like Draymond Green, but you can argue that Draymond Green is a superstar just because of the things think he's that he a, does I don't on the think, court, the impact. I don't, I don't think he's a superstar. I think he's a star. I think there's only a few yeah. amount of superstars. I think he's a star player, but I, I don't think no, he's a I think, I think superstar. There's some guys, I mean, but there's some people out there that would argue with that. They would yeah. argue you down. I agree are with you. you. I think that he's okay. only a star. Okay, I was just trying to make sure that we were on the same, you know, and we can disagree. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was just, oh, no, no, I agree with you. I think that he's just a star, but I know that there are many individuals when you listen to, uh, you know, you, you listen to different analysts, you know, from, from ESPN, Bleacher Report, SI, wherever, uh, you, you look at different things on Twitter. I think there's a lot of people that would argue that he's a superstar, but uh, like I said, I agree with you. I think that He's just a star. But that's why I said I do not think that it's fair that Steph Curry gets that pass. But I see that, I, in my opinion, those are the reasons why, because he's surrounded with such a dynamic team. Yeah, so, yeah, but that's just, that's just, that's just interesting, but man. But while we're yeah, talking man, about basketball, your boy, your your favorite player, the GOAT compared to Bowtie, and, I, you know, 
is uh you know is MJ <laughs> having a ten has a part uh documentary on Netflix. Are you excited? Uh yeah, I, I am excited. I plan on tuning in. Um definitely definitely will watch it probably a couple times, but um yeah, I'm excited to see it, man. I, I definitely am. The so goat what, what are what do you what do you want to see? Because I just want to see MJ's Taylor. But I want to see what's like what's the you know you know you know is he? I want to like when they gonna talk about him them outfits you know because shout out to MJ for for rocking a size sixty uh, jeans and like the the XL the the triple six times XL t shirt with a blazer <laughs> and a blazer don't ever be like cotton or polyester it's always some weird type of like fox leather or something like that I want to see if, like you know. <laughs> Like Yikes how does he get M- how does he get MJ hyped before the games? Does he like shine up the hoop earring and, and cut the cigar for him, or afterwards? <laughs> you know, because you know MJ yeah, man, they said, love the Beckys. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, uh, from 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 what I was reading, they said there's going to be uh, some uh, quite a bit of unseen or never before seen footage um, of him. You know, different different parts. You know, of his life, games, whatnot. Um, what I'm, what I would like to see most is, is one, some of those practices, uh, more, more video footage of practices, you know, be it during the regular season, playoff games, finals, um, you know, not, not just the preparation side, but the pressure that he put on the other guys on the, on the Bulls squad, the trash talk, you know, there was a lot, always Steve a lot of rumor Kirk. or things. Yeah, there was always a lot Kirk. going around there, you know, that MJ was a bully. You know, Bill Cartwright told him he'd fuck him up if he kept talking trades. You know what I mean? Like, I, w- I would like to see some of that type of stuff. Uh, and then off the court, I would like to see, and again, I think the MJ, my opinion, my, my opinion only, uh, or your opinion of few, I think the MJ is the best, you know, that ever, that ever played on the court. But I also would like to see what they say about his influence uh, in the communities, or should I say lack thereof, um, the influence of his brand, of his shoes, uh, what it what type of culture that has caused. So I would like to see some maybe behind the scenes things uh, from that standpoint. Um, I, I, I hope that, you know, at MJ's age or where he is in his life, that he realized that he fell short um, in quite a few scenarios with regards to the community um, and, and things like that. But uh, that's, that's another thing that I would like to see, just kind of how some of those things are attacked and addressed, if they're addressed, uh, just, just, just to get some perspective, that's all. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it, man, because I've never, like, I've always thought of him as an engaging figure on the court, but he's never really had an opinion off the court. So I'm really uh-huh. interested in how he interacts. And I'm all, you know, I just, he's always been, because he's always been like, you know, never really got anything of substance from MJ. It was always yeah. like basketball and like selling a product. But, you know, yeah. it, it'll be interesting to see. I'm definitely going to watch it, but, you know, I'm really going to be interested to see. Because, you know, this is like the 97-98 season, right? I think that's what it is. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the last championship, ninety-seven, ninety-eight. So you know, you know, yeah, MJ is gonna, is gonna be rocking them Steve Harvey suits, tough. So, uh, <laughs> yo, you know, my be out there. My Jay's in it for the fashion. Oh, yo, so son gonna be out there rocking when the when the funk hits the fan suit. You know what I'm saying? So you know, <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, dude's gonna be out here wilding, man. So you know, MJ look like he listened to Slave too. Talking about Steve Anderson, if he wouldn't love Slave, then he'd be a superstar. So. Right, you know, you right. Know, <laughs> yeah, he definitely looked like he'll you know listen to "Break Me Off" piece of that funk, you know, by the high tops. Break me off the game, piece you know, of that funk. Well, you know, you know, the fictional group, but uh, I'm definitely interested to right, see it. Right. I'm gonna watch it, man. So, 
you know, it's something I was I always respected his game, man. I'm a Pacer fan, so he you know, he sent us home one time in the playoffs, but uh he ain't like LeBron that sent us home five times. But you know, I'm definitely gonna watch it, man, but I know both sides are MJ fan, man. So uh hey man, so let's get to the NBA lottery, man. So you know, the lottery yeah. hey, it came it came and went. You know, you're a Bulls fan, so you know, y'all y'all been in the lottery, so uh you know, my Pacers picked yeah, like twenty yeah. third or something, so you know, who would you like to see the Bulls get? Because, you know, obviously you're not going to get, like, DeAndre Ayton or something like that. So, no, you know, no, who no. Would, you know so, a realistic uh, position. Uh, honestly, uh, I've always – I've been saying it, um, and I just read two different articles, one on Bleacher Report and one on uh, SI, um, that, that this young man has uh, mutual interest in Chicago and feels like he would be a perfect fit for Chicago, um, and that's Muhammad Bamba. Uh, I've been saying it as a Bulls fan. I think Muhammad Bamba would be a great compliment to Lori Marquez. Yeah, that's what I said. That, that's the, that's the only thing. A, a, a lot of man, bro. yeah, a lot, a lot of uh, surprisingly though, there's a few, there's a few of mock drafts that have him going either six or seven. There's, there's quite a few of them to do. Um, but again, like I'm saying, we're ho- hopefully, wishfully thinking, I, I, I would like to see Muhammad Bamba um, join the Bulls. Like I said, I think that, that, that his talent, his size, his athleticism, his defensive mindset, he's still very raw on the offensive end. But I think that he would be a perfect complement for Laurie Markkanen as a as a as an upfront um, force, you know, for the Chicago Bulls, a front line force for the Bulls. Um, but honestly. Um, I would not mind seeing my Bulls take uh, Mikael Bridges or Michael Bridges um, from from Villanova. Um, I think I think he's like like six seven or six eight. He's kind of he's kind of slim. He's, I think he's he's uh, like a three like D. He's like a three D guy. Yeah, yeah. So I like I wouldn't mind seeing my Bulls take him um, as a, as an added wing guy. Uh, you know, I know we got Levine back there, and and uh, man, I can't think of the other cat's name. Uh, but I, I wouldn't mind done. Yeah, yes. Chris, I wouldn't Chris mind. Dunn. Seeing, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing some wing depth back there. Uh, he could play. He uh, 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 Bridges could potentially play the two or the three for the Bulls. You know, depending on the lineup. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing them pick him up. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping that they don't uh, go at Wendell Carter for for uh, from Duke. Um, I don't think that he. I, I know he's a big. I think that he'll produce. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he. Suck. I just for for my Bulls. I just don't see him and Laurie Markkanen playing being able to play well together. Uh, you cannot move either one of them to the three if you play big. I don't think either one of them are mobile enough, um, and I don't think that either one of them should be playing center. Uh, that's why I think if we're going to go big, I think, I, hopefully Bamba's there. Can play okay, I think Wendell Carter can play center. I think he. I don't think he's a four. I think in his new and he's a five man. He's six ten. He's two fifty. I don't know if he's. I just don't think. Y'all, I just need, don't know. Y'all how. need an athlete. Y'all need a guy who can like block shots right. and stuff. But then you right. also that's what I'm saying. This. But we talking about this, but we need to ask who the Bulls owner is and the GM and the coach and the strength coach. Yeah, yeah. And that's by, and that's yeah, so. <laughs> that's BP. You know, he not, yeah, hey, he not, man. We knock out a, we knock out a teammate, bro. And the coaches, you know, I don't, you know, you, you know, only reason they suspended him because you know Hoiberg was forced to. Y'all need to ask BP what's yeah. going to happen, man. So you know, hey, y'all need man. to, you know, your Bobby Porter going to have y'all pick somebody from Arkansas. First and foremost, like we need to fire uh, Gar and Pax. That's that's first and foremost. But because honestly, as a Bulls fan, I think they're gonna fuck it up. That's just the way it is. I I, I just I know they're gonna fuck this up. Um, but hopefully, like you know, like I said, as a Bulls fan, 
I would like to see Bamba. You know, if he does slip there, that'd be perfect for us. Um, but uh, I would not mind seeing Will pick up Bridges from Villanova. I, th- I think that you know, he'll be solid and produce, man. What do you think about your Pacers at the at the bottom of the round, though, man? What, what type of talent do you see down there that, that that you think they would be able to address a need that they have? I don't know, man. They said they're talking about the dude from Boston College. He like <laughs> score like twenty three points a game. I think I'm talking about Jerome Robinson. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised they trade the pick. I mean, they okay. I definitely wouldn't be surprised they trade the pick because they, you know, they not they're not elite. Don't get me wrong, but you know, it's just like at the twenty third pick, and I don't know how deep this draft is. You probably not gonna get a guy who can come in and be a rotation player. Uh, unless, yeah. you know, you take a chance on the guy with a high upside guy. But let me ask you this, because the Pacers, you know, they have the most cap room for all playoff teams. I think they're going to do more of things than trades. I think they so. Said that, so they said that uh, that uh, Carl Anthony Towns' cat is unhappy in Minnesota. If you were Phoenix, Man. how much would you give up to get cat? Now, he doesn't play any defense. He puts up numbers, but he doesn't play any defense. How much would you be willing True. to give up to get cat? If I'm if I'm if I'm Phoenix and I'm am I trying to get Cat? Would I be saying that you know I believe in Cat because he because I know what he's going to do as opposed to <clears throat> excuse me um, like uh, Eaton or Bagley? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or or Donick, the the foreign the, the kid that won the Euro League MVP. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if I, if if I'm Phoenix, you know I I personally I think I will stick with the young with the young nucleus. I'm not saying that Cat's old, but you know I would go ahead and keep my pick. I would try to pick up. Uh, I'm not even that familiar with Phoenix's roster. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know who they got. They on got the Devin squad, Booker. But, uh, uh, I only know they got Alfred Payton. I, I don't yeah. know too many of these like, players. I, they I, suck. They got I Josh Jackson let, at the three, and they drafted. I would. I would. Guys. I would keep the pick. If I was Phoenix, I would keep the pick and just continue to build because it, Cat Cat is the type of cat, the type of guy that would go to Phoenix and still be unhappy. So I don't know if I would want to trade anything. You know, let, let me start fresh with, with some young guys, you know, and go from there. Um, so if I was Phoenix, I, I, don't, I wouldn't do too much to go at Cat. I, I, would, I, would, I would try to stay young and just keep building our squad because I don't think Cat would be very happy there. All right, man. So Just my, just my opinion. It will definitely be interesting. We also we will be doing an NBA draft preview show, so don't you know? Hopefully, we'll be doing that on. Oh yeah, don't get it twisted. We'll, 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 we'll get the guys together, man. So I'm putting it out there now. I was talking to my boy Pure the other day. He's like, man, I need, we need to do a show on NBA draft. I said, Dog, we got it. We got it, man. So you know, I'm putting it out no, there now. Down. So I'm calling. I'm calling out. I'm calling out Ray. I'm calling out Mike Jack. Calling out Demetrius. I'm calling out Pure. I'm calling out Dat. You know what I'm saying? Our pops yeah, calling me in. So. And we got definitely so group chat definitely coming through, you know, for this summer. But let's transition, man. So let me, let me tell you this, both time we'll get into music because we know we love our throwback music of the week. Yo, man, I was I ain't gonna lie. Yo, Saturday morning, y'all woke up like six forty-five, just out the blue. Y'all get on the Twitter, just checking it out, and no, uh, they had the royal wedding. Yo, man, they had the yeah, British yeah. version of Kirk Franklin in the family. <laughs> Yo, man, so let me ask you this. Yo, they out they out there. They had the black preacher out there. They had the, the British version of Kirk Franklin in the family. So if you were at if you were in the royal wedding, and you know we we talking about the royal reception, and I said they should have backed that ass up and wiped me down, played. And I had a, another couple of people said that they should have a few other songs. So what song would you feel like that could get people going at the royal at the royal reception? Oh man. Uh... I definitely am going to have to agree with you uh, on two of your uh, two of your selections. Uh, back that ass up 
as well as Wipe Me Down. I think that I would want to have Wipe Me Down played uh, at the Royal Reception. You know how the, the bride and groom come in after everybody's been seated. Yeah. That's how. That's what I would want to come into the room on Wipe Me Down. Um, but definitely, <clears throat> excuse me, definitely back that ass up. Uh, also, I, I think that I honestly think that the Cupid Shuffle might get the Royals popping over there, man. In the yeah. UK. Oh, I think yeah. the Cupid Shuffle might really get it. Might really get it going over there. Uh, yeah, we had and somebody. Then, uh, I, I might. I, I might have to. I might have to play. Uh, I can't think of the name of the group now. You know the 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 uh, group that played uh, another one bites the dust. Oh. Another one bites. Another one. I might ha- I might have to yeah. play another one bites the dust, man, too, because you know, at, at, from a wedding, you know, that means you know that's another single that's gone. That's another that's another opportunity that's gone. So I might play that too. And I know that uh, a lot of non melanated like that song, uh, just because of some different weddings that I've been to. <laughs> <laughs> Let me let me let me ask you let me ask you this man so you know oh, let me throw one more in there let me throw Go one ahead. more in there I'm I, I'm gonna play I'm gonna play Apache too by Sugar Hill uh, Gang I'm gonna play that too <laughs> <laughs> Nah I got the ultimate I got the ultimate song yo and we were at an event the other day we were you know both Ty and I we went to you know and the women in our life we went to a, a lupus fun, uh, gal, gala. Yeah, yeah. So, Foundation Gala, absolutely. So shout out, shout out to that. When we should, that's we didn't take any pictures. We should like took some pictures. We both were clean. Yeah, man. Hey, man. had the bow tie on, and I tried to tie my bow tie. I got frustrated about one o'clock. I said, <laughs> F it, and kept it and kept it moving. But I remember uh, we we tell you, we, Mike J and I, we tell y'all, we don't just talk to talk. We walk to walk. We 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 definitely are, are involved in our community, and for those that are less fortunate, those are you know under you know uh, being you know under some type of affliction or whatnot. We definitely talk to talk. We walk to walk and support too. So we out we out here. Yeah, man. So uh, let me tell you this: the song that would get because you know Meghan Markle, she's she's mixed, she's black and white, you know, and probably Prince Harry, he's white. The song that that gets everybody up is "This Is How We Do It" by Montel Jordan. You put that on, oh, man, yeah. and white folks will lose their damn minds. Whatever. Hey, reason, man, the man, funny thing is, is Mike J called it though. Oh, called it. <laughs> we man. was we we sitting at the gala. Mike J said he literally looked at me and said, "Hey, bro, man, how much you want to bet they play? This is how we do it next." And I kid you not, it was like 45 Same seconds right later they played. Right they played. This is how we do. It. Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, man, for whatever reason, man, they put that mug on and and you know I love our white folks, I love our non melanin people, you know extra mayo and shout all. out to the Beckys, but man, y'all shout out definitely shout out to Beckys, you know you know love them more than definitely than than time, but uh, you put this is how we do it on and they will give you a <laughs> or Doctor Jennifer Schultz. quick, I know right? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah man. So it's definitely man. So shout out to our homeboy, my homeboy, uh, Knowledge ninety three man. You know he said they should play Candy by Cameo. So you know so we oh, got yeah. we got a few oh, yeah. people. Shout out. So so that's one thing we'll definitely want to do. We want to have a royal wedding reception mix. You know so both I have Spotify and I have titles. So I think between the both of us we can find you know oh, we can definitely get something and, going and upload it. You know. You know, to talk to oh, you know, yeah. sitting out to people. So that's the one thing we're gonna do this week. So I'm gonna put both of us on the spot to make sure that we definitely you know, put a put a mix up there so for our royal a royal wedding mix. 
But uh, yeah, man. So that's definitely was interesting, man. So I wasn't expecting to see that much soul at the royal wedding, man. But uh, it was interesting, definitely interesting, man. But uh, also this week, man, we had some 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 crazy albums come out, man. The 20 year anniversary to DMX first uh, album, man. It's dark uh, and hella hot, man. Yo, that's one of those man. albums. You know, I ain't gonna say Mike J. <laughs> parents didn't let him listen to rap, so it was one of those things of you. Yeah, I had to sneak that joint, man. So I was yeah, like, yo, so I was like six. I was like sixteen. I wasn't driving yet. That obviously came out May. I mean, I had a permit, but I I wasn't like driving by myself. Right. One of those I had to go ahead and sneak and go ahead and pick up, man. That mug had two CDs. The second CD was a yeah, death it was jam a double joint. disc. They had the Ripper, you know, kind of, you know, LL's response, man. But that first DMX album was raw. So both hot, man. So give me your your three favorite songs off his Dark as Hell is Hot. Oh man, first, uh, first and foremost for me was Get At Me Dog. That was my favorite yeah. song off of there. You just want to be killers? Get at me dog. Yeah. You just want to be killers? Get at me. Hey man, Get At Me Dog was probably my favorite song on there. Right, uh, right, right. Uh, uh, I like stop being greedy. That was another yeah. com- or, or another another joint that I liked on there. Um, I like look through my eyes. That was one I liked on there. Uh, I gotta put Rough Riders Anthem on there. You know that's just a must. But I'll probably say you know uh, get get at me, dog. Look through my eyes and stop being greedy. Probably my top three. Um, like I said, sprinkling Rough Riders Anthem at the four. Yeah, for me, man, it's uh. Rough Riders Anthem. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, I liked how it's going down. That was the song, man. I like Stop Being Greedy. I like ATF. Yeah. I like, and I also ATF like Niggas. In, I like Niggas and Starter Son because Mace kicked a hard verse. And then, like, the, yeah. the verse on Niggas, Stop, uh, Niggas and Starter Son, man, Style said that was a real life story. He was talking about fighting and all that type of stuff. So it was interesting yeah. because, you know, in 1998, we couldn't get access to our artists like we can now, man. So. Right. Yeah, that was definitely, man, that was like a, cl- it's a classic album, man. DMX went, you know, I can say, I'm say he went three for three, man. For me, you know, unless you died, if you can drop those three LPs back to back to back, you know, DMX is one of those yeah, people, man. you know, that did, did the three, man. And the fact of, you know, it was a whole bad boy, glossy, and even No Limit was kind of glossy. They would always have that, that, you know, radio single and everything. But DMX came in like yeah. hard, like, you know, grimy and yeah. gritty. So, you know, this is why he changed, how he changed the game. Even the Get At Me Dog video was shot in black and white. So, yeah, you know, man. It, was, it, was, it was interesting, man. So, moving on, man. You know, you know, we both was – I know I had it dark and hell is hot. But, man, Cameron, oh, man, come on. Cameron, come on. I couldn't remember if you had it or not, man. But yeah. I ain't mean to diss you. But Cameron, come home with me, bro. So, you know, I mean, you more oh, of a yeah. Dipset fan than me, man, because I was kind of like, eh. I yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah. They, ain't, they ain't never been my thing. But give me your favorite, favorite songs off well, Come Home With Me, man. Uh, Come Home With Me, I probably said my favorite uh, my favorite songs on there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Welcome to New York. There's Jewels with, and Jay was on there. Yeah. Uh, I like Hey I like hey My, uh, Freaky Zeke and Jewels was on there. Uh, I did like Oh Boy. Oh Boy. Yeah. I did like that. Uh, uh, what's the what's the other damn song? Oh man, there's another song with Freaky Zeke. Oh man, uh, on fire or something like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, that was another cut that I liked on. Yeah, on so fire was my top yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like I like Tamar. I like Welcome to New York City. I like the the Rock the song where they had Bleak and Beanie. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that was a, that was fire too. 
Yeah, I think losing weight was cool, man. I just, I mean, Cameron was always been cool to me. I just never got to the point like, oh man, he's just like that dude. I always liked Mace better than Cam. Yeah. I always thought he could rap, rap, out rap Mace. I mean, out rap Cam, and it kind of showed that to me when he kind of, you know, he gave him that diss yeah. track, man. But uh, yeah, man. So that's definitely what's uh what's going on, what's going on, man. So there's gonna be some interesting music coming out. For the summer, we'll definitely talk about some of the old stuff, man. So let me ask before we before we uh, go ahead and end this, man. So, man, what's the last new like album you've been bumping, man? Uh, I would say the last the last new album I've been bumping, uh, the KOD, um, of course. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, and, and everybody who knows me should know that that I I still bumping crit heavy. Um, but the last new album I've been bumping the KOD a little bit. Um, I've been bumping. I, honestly, the the Ray Shrimmer, uh, the Shrimp Life Three or whatever it's called, uh, the newest one they came out with. It's not that yeah. bad. I mean, I, I, got, I don't I get it. I don't get. I don't get, I don't yet, get heavy into them. But I just I don't get heavy into them. But they got some nice beats and they they ride the flow, you know, pretty pretty well. I mean, I I, I like that joint. I've been bumping that a little bit. I like that Perplexing Plagueis' song. Or um, I mean, I like that. Um, I've been bumping that a little bit. Um, and honestly, I kind of uh, it's, it's it's not new. Um, but I've been bumping the internet, man. Um, that's that's probably my my should I say my my new joint that I that I've yeah. been bumping uh, the internet uh, ego death. Um, yeah, I've been bumping. I was gonna say I was not gonna say it's new, but I've been bumping that here recently. That's probably the albums that I've been bumping. Of course, I've been bumping different little uh, songs here and there. But talking about just total albums, ego death uh, by the internet, KOD, J Cole, um, and then that Shrimp Life Three. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to get in that Shrimp Life story. You know, I've been actually, man, I've been listening to Janelle Monae. Her new album is pretty dope. She got some cool. Oh yeah, yeah. That. Don't she leave that off. Yes, that yes. Yeah, I absolutely. I've been, I've been bumping but, uh, that too. Yes, I forgot. The dirty. If y'all looking for a nice single? Yeah, dirty computer. Nice little single I've been listening to uh, is uh, that uh, Todd Allison Clout with Twenty One Savage. Yeah. I'm not yeah. a big Twenty One Savage fan, but I like the cut. I like the song. He got some decent little cuts, man. He can rap, but he's just real monotone. So yeah. Yeah, he got some different, some different cuts, man. So I'm actually looking to put together a, you know, a trap music uh, mix, man. So, so I need that. So if anybody have any suggestions on what I should add, man, let me, let me know. So we'll put it out there on the on the Twitter to see. But uh, oh damn, damn, Javale McGee taking these boys on on the baseline. Sorry to you know change it up, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, so there's one thing, man, that I, I always love some music, man. So I know I'm going to uh, Kings Island, which is a music park in Cincinnati, on Saturday. So definitely looking for some new music to listen to on the ride there. And the good thing is I don't have to drive, so I can just focus on That's what I'm beautiful. listening to. Always a beautiful thing, man. But uh, hey, man, I think we definitely uh, finished up this episode, brother. So go ahead, man, give us some no words doubt. of wisdom, man. We can go ahead and finish this thing on up. Right on, man. So I want to leave y'all with this. I know I, I know I hit y'all with a lot at the beginning of the show. Uh, I just want to leave y'all with this uh, going into the week. Um, opportunity follows struggle. It follows effort. It follows hard work. It doesn't come before. So uh, that's something for uh, everybody, but in particular, uh, some of our younger generation that have a little bit of entitlement. Uh, just just know that everything things won't always be handed to you. Handed to you. Um, and there are some things that you're going to have to do to, to, to work for things and, you know, just allow things to, to come. Don't expect to, you know, 
make a have a million dollars, you know, at the age of 16, right now. You know what I mean? You, you gotta yeah. you gotta go through life a little bit. So, uh, but again, that's not to attack any millennials or anything like that. Just that's this is for anybody. Uh, just know that that hard work, effort, struggle. Uh, you got to go through that storm before before uh, you start to see some of those fruits. That's just a nice little nice little motivational quote uh, from Bowtie Fresh. Man, we appreciate everybody that stayed down. You know, we usually we try we try to get one in every week, but you know, life happens. So, you know, we appreciate. You know, we don't consider y'all fans, and as we consider y'all fam, our friends, family, know, people, our loved ones, man. So, you know, we down. So. You know, we got the T-shirts coming, we got the merch coming, so definitely been working on designing that. Y'all stay down. We got some get some really exciting stuff coming this summer. You know, we got the Smooth Jab show that's coming along. We got our Perfect Plex show coming along. Shout out to our group chats, you know, you know, show that's coming, that's already here. So, you know, definitely just, you know, stay down with us, man. So we just two young brothers doing it, you know, independent, black-owned, and the, the quote Master P, and we bout it, bout it, you know. You know, this is all us. So, you know, we ain't uh, Trump. And, and, and ain't nobody, ain't nobody doing nothing for us. So everything that we're doing, we're doing for us. So, you know, right. flaws and all. So we appreciate everybody being down and uh, let's keep rocking with us, man. So I'm definitely excited for the summer of 2018. You know, what I'm saying guys, got to offer. So if it's something you know y'all want to send, send hit us up on Twitter, Grown Managed Pod, Instagram, Grown Managed Pod, email, Grown Managed Pod at Gmail dot com. And we out this thing, man. So both sides, my brother, I'm going to be hollering at you tomorrow morning. And, uh, you know, for those, you know, we'll definitely holler out you know, on Sunday, man. So definitely interesting, man, to see what y'all got to say. So y'all send us some, you know, if y'all want for this go-whole mix as far as the Royal Reception mix, send us something on the Twitter. And we'll definitely we'll put it up there and we'll we'll send it out this week. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, we man, y'all here. enjoy the night. We will get with y'all. Peace. Appreciate it. Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details. Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details.